what's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California. Well, we're on the cusp of what could be the first national and California election affected by AI, artificial intelligence, with the prospect of fake video, audio, photos, and more influencing what voters believe and how they vote. In anticipation of that, a new organization is formed in California. It launched this week called CITED, which stands for the California Institute for Technology and Democracy. It is a nonpartisan independent group that will try to prevent and fight back against the dangers AI could pose to democracy. For more, we're joined today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Jonathan Meta Stein, executive director of California Common Cause. He's one of the co-founders of CITED, the new organization. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for the invitation. So AI can be, you know, a terrific tool used in the right way for the right things. But let's talk first about how you're worried it might be used for ill in our, in our elections. What is the threat that you see? Generative AI makes it possible for any foreign state, non-state actor, political campaign, or just an online troll to create images, audio, and video that will not just deceive voters, but really destabilize our political discourse. So take, for example, a conspiracy theorist who believes the elections are stolen. Uh, They can create a deep fake video of an elections official, quote unquote, caught on tape saying that voting machines can be hacked or vote-by-mail ballots aren't secure. Um, Or you can create a fake video of Joe Biden um, uh, making some sort of misstatement that inflames an international conflict or just falling down the stairs of Air Force One. These are the sorts of things that now with current tools can be made in very little time at very little cost. And so we are entering a presidential election in which we fear voters will not know what information they can trust and bad actors will have all sorts of powerful tools in order to destabilize us. How prevalent do you think that already is? Are you aware of candidates and campaigns that are already doing this? There is a DeSantis campaign ad in the Republican primary in which they use a deep fake image of former President Trump hugging Anthony Fauci because in the Republican primary, they think that's something that will win them votes um, or lose Donald Trump votes. Uh, There was a right-wing talk show that created a deepfake of Joe Biden reinstituting the draft in order to fight in America's international conflicts or proxy conflicts. Uh, These sorts of things are beginning to circulate already. In fact, there's a professor at UC Berkeley, Hani Farid, that uh, keeps a catalog of existing political deepfakes. These tools are improving by the week, and so we are going to see them more and more as um, the presidential election ramps up. All right. So what specifically is CITED going to do about it? Our hope is to begin a governmental and regulatory response. Right now, there is no policy platform on these issues. I've worked in democracy for many years. If you ask me for solutions in voting rights, I can give you a half a dozen or redistricting. I can give you half a dozen on this issue, on the threats that AI, disinformation and deepfakes pose to our democracy. There is no robust, fully baked policy platform. So CITED hopes to bring together leaders from tech, from finance, from law, from public policy, from academia and other fields to identify a set of state level policy solutions that can address these problems and to do mass voter education. So the California voters and voters across the country realize that in this presidential election, they need to be smarter and more skeptical consumers of political information than they ever have been before. Unfortunately, that's probably asking a lot of many voters. You know, President Biden issued that new executive order 
on artificial intelligence last week, setting some standards and rules. Did he do enough there or, or did he, as some argue, um, go too far? I think that the executive order is a good start. It instructs federal agencies to begin investigating how AI can be used within their uh, administrations, and it asks them to identify threats to the services they provide to all Americans. But what the executive order does not do is take tech companies and social media platforms to task. It does not institute any requirements on them, uh, nor could it because it's not legislation. And it does not begin to address the threats posed to our democracy. We need strong governmental action together with civil society, philanthropy, and others. We don't have faith that Congress can get that done. We would love if they could, but given the current state of our federal government, I'm not sure that's possible. And so California and CITED are trying to step in to lead. It sounds like you'll come up with, you know, some policy ideas, but do we have any yet? I mean, what is it that the state or the federal government should be doing that they're not already that you'd like to see? I mean, whether it's, I don't even know what a techno, you know, some sort of watermark on videos or, or what? There's all sorts of ideas. Um, they're all very nascent and the policy agenda is still being developed. Uh, but And we'll roll it out more fully in January when the legislative session begins in California. But one idea, for example, um, is that all deepfakes on social media platforms need to be labeled so that um, we can't ban them using governmental action because of the First Amendment, but perhaps we can label them so that users of Twitter or Facebook or any other social media platform know that they're seeing something that was digitally created or digitally manipulated. Uh, another example is requiring social media platforms to articulate what their algorithms are boosting into our feeds, how they're using our data, and what they're boosting into our feeds so that we know if disinformation is spreading on their platforms. These are just two ideas that we think have promise, but they need to be fine-tuned, and there's other ideas we need to bring to bear as well. But if you require labeling and you've got a malicious organization or person who's not in bound to the rules, what do you do? I mean, if someone, you know, that's depending on, on the bad actor to act well. Right. You can't require that the deepfake itself be labeled because the bad actor is not going to label their own deepfake as a deepfake. And you would create a situation in which bad actors could label real video or real images with mm-hmm. the deepfake button. That, that, and then they found a new way to deceive uh, California voters. What you would require instead is that the social media platforms label a post that carries a deepfake as one that carries a deepfake. So right underneath a Twitter post uh, or a Facebook post, it might say the image or video presented here has been digitally altered or created, something of that kind. Um, So the onus is on the social media platforms to be transparent with their users about what those users are seeing. Now, is this possible? Um, Will the social media platforms oppose it in the Congress or in the California state legislature? These are all things that remain to be seen. So what can people do if they want to learn more about this or get involved? Please go to cited.tech. Cited is C-I-T-E-D, cited.tech. And you'll learn more about who's involved, what we're hoping to do. um, And you can always support California Common Cause, which is my organization. We're the ones that are starting cited. It has a home um, within our larger democracy uh, reform agenda. All right. Well, thank you so much for being with us, Jonathan Meta-Stein. Executive Director of California Common Cause and one of the co-founders of the new California Institute for Technology and Democracy. Thanks so much. Thank you. You can hear the State of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS.